أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن في خلق السماوات والأرض واختلاف الليل وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِهُنِ الْأَلْبَابِ الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والأرض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار ربنا فقد أخزيته ومن الظالمين من أنصار ربنا إننا سمعنا مناديا ينادي للإيمان أن آمنوا بربكم فآمن ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة لا تخلف الميعاد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا أقسم بهذا البلد وأنت حل ووالد وما ولد لقد خلقنا الإنسان في كبد أيحسب أن لن يقدر عليه أحد يقول أهلكت مالا لبدا أيحسب أن لم يره ألم نجعل له عينين ولسانا وشفتين وهديناه النجدين فلقد حمل العقبة وما 
Since time is limited, we'll recite a very few couplets of a small nasheed, and inshallah, we will leave the majority of the time to our esteemed ulama and our esteemed guest, inshallah. Mere Mola Tera Thani Nahi Sari Zamane Me Mere Mola Tera Thani Nahi Sari Zamane تو ہی ہے قادر متلق سگاہ سخار خانے میں میرے مولا تیرا ثانی نہیں سارے زمانے قادر متلق صدا اسخار خانے میں نہ تجھو کو اونگ آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو نیم آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو اونگ آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو نیند آتی ہے یہ کیسی پر اثر دعوت معزن کے جگانے میں میرے سارے زمانے میں تو ہی ہے قادر متلق صدا اسخار خانے میں نہ تجھو کو اونگ آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو نیند آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو اونگ آتی ہے نہ تجھو کو نیند آتی ہے ہے پھر بھی مرضی تیری ساری دنیا کو سلانے میرے مولا تیرا ثانی نہیں سارے زمانے میں تو ہی ہے قادر 
Yesterday we made mention of a fact that globally there are 200 million orphans in the world. And when we look at that figure and we begin to realize that we are ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and for us Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had stated Ar-Rahimun yarhamuhumur Rahman The person that has Raham in his heart, the person that has mercy in his heart. Ar-Rahman, Allah wa ta'ala, the most compassionate, will have mercy upon us. May Allah ta'ala make us from amongst that. One is an individual, is concerned about himself. One is, we are concerned about our families, which is an obligation upon us. One is our own communities. And one is to create within our hearts the concern for the whole Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and bring this quality in us وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Allah Ta'ala grant us that we become more globally aware of the plight of mankind, the plight of these children. When we try to understand the plight of children in this world, 69 million children suffer from malnutrition at this current time. What we have had for our breakfast, our lunch, our supper, 
our dinner is not available to them. And millions of children die every year. There is a statistic of three million children die of malnutrition every year. So Allah give us that kind of heart where we will expand it and enshroud the whole of mankind, the young ones, the children. This ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, over 18 million individuals of this ummah, our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers, our children, are displaced and do not have a shelter over them. They live in tents, they live in other temporary shelters. Now if we try to fathom and understand that these are opportunities that Allah wa ta'ala has blessed us with as individuals. It was because of these conditions and the plight of humanity, mankind and the Ummah that in the year 2003 the Alim Dat Foundation had begun its operation in South Africa and Alhamdulillah in the year 2010 its doors were opened in Blackburn here in the UK and if we have a look here we will see the various offices that the Alim Dad Foundation has opened globally. Some of these offices are only field offices that work on the ground trying to provide. And the reason why these offices have been opened to create a more swift distribution of the charities of the Ummah. So brothers, we've worked in over 70 countries in the world, almost reaching 80 at this point in time. And at this time in the month, the year, the month of Shaban, Ramadan knocking at our door, we hope inshallah with the Father and grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, iftar programs will be conducted in about 40 countries in the world. The iftar program, one is to give iftar at the time of iftari, and one is to provide a hamper, a grocery hamper, which is in the region of about 30 pounds. The iftar in itself is one pound a person. If we give 30 pounds, for example, we'll be able to feed one fasting person every day of Ramadan. And then together with that, we have launched the relief program in Afghanistan. You may be well aware of the fact that about 24 to 28 million people their lives are at risk if assistance does not reach them in time. There is abject poverty, famine, and if again the issue of the children, if they are not seen to, then they will undergo malnutrition and the possibility and the probability is we will lose the entire generation. So Alhamdulillah, the foundation continues to work globally and this is our invitation to our brothers, our elders, our young ones here, that you are free to contact the UK office and you can also take part in the activities by way of volunteering and you can also oversee your own distributions in whichever part of the world. The various sectors in which we operate, one is education, the other is support of orphans and widows, the other is water wells, massage it, and a whole range 
of different activities and different formats and structures with regards to our zakah, our lillah, our khairat, our sadaqah. So without taking much of your time, and I know that we're all quite eager to hear Sheikh Suleiman, so inshallah I'll just conclude seeking du'as from one and all that Allah wa ta'ala accept all the efforts and Allah wa ta'ala alleviate the difficulties of the ummah wa sallallahu ala nabiyyil kareem wa alihi wa ashabi ajma'in wa alhamdulillahi rabbil بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله العليم الخبير المتقن نظام العالم بلا معين ونصير فسبحان الله الذي حكمته بالغة وعلمه غزير ونعمه واصلة إلى كل صغير وكبير ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في نقير ولا قطمير ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله الذي هدانا بكتاب منير ودعانا إلى الله بالإنذار والتبشير صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه ما دامت الكواكب تسير أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم للفقراء المهاجرين الذين أخرجوا من ديارهم وأموالهم يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا وينصرون الله ورسوله أولئك هم الصادقون صدق الله العظيم Honorable scholars, respected brothers, friends and elders, mothers and sisters There's one word through which we can solve the crisis of the world If every human can move away from a selfish life to a selfless life The problem is resolved if everyone can move away from a selfish life to a selfless life. When this ummah was driven by unity and it wasn't self-centered, then it was at the epitome of glory. It was conquering, it was advancing, there was goals, there was vision, it was moving much swiftly ahead. But when this ummah dropped and it became narrowed, restricted, limited, personal, then unfortunately it has collapsed. So to just amplify the sentiments of our honorable Amir that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam's vision was broad. The Arabic proverb is Sabruka fi musibatika khayrun min jaz'ik wa jaz'uka fi musibati akhika khayrun min sabrik. That it's always better to persevere on your own pain than to moan, to groan, to react, to tear, to wail, to cry, to mobilize. You don't realize my pain, my challenges. Persevere, persevere. The Messenger Sallallahu blessed finger was injured. And rest assured, his finger is more valuable than the world and whatever it contains. It's the very, very finger that split the moon. And what did he Sallallahu Alaihi 
وهل أنت إلا إصبع دميتي وفي سبيل الله ما لقيتي You are but a finger and whatever blood is oozing from you is for the pleasure of Allah and in the cause of Allah. إِنَّ أَخَاكَ الْحَقَّ مَنْ كَانَ مَعَكَ وَمَنْ يَذُرُّ نَفْسَهُ لِيَنْفَعَكَ وَمَنْ إِذَا رَيْبُ الزَّمَانِ صَدَّعَكَ شَتَّتَ فِيهِ شَمْلَهُ لِيَجْمَعَكَ Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu said, Your true brother is one. إِنَّ أَخَاكَ الْحَقَّ Your true brother, مَنْ كَانَ مَعَكَ Who is with you? وَمَنْ إِذَا رَيْبُ الزَّمَانِ صَدَّعَكَ And the one who when he finds that the challenges of life have told upon you, then he breaks himself to pieces to mend you. He breaks himself down to mend you. One of the qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Jabbar. Commonly loosely translated as the mighty and the powerful. And that's one of the translations. But Jabara in Arabic also has the meaning to fix, to reform, to mend. Hence the splint. When somebody is hurt, you put a splint. If you look in the books of jurisprudence, you have Babul Masah Alal Khufain, then you have Babul Mashi Alal Jabira. Babul Mashi Alal Jabira. To make Masa on the splint. And while talking of this, I'm reminded of an incident where we were doing relief work with the Alim Dad team two years back in rural uh, Kenya, East Africa. And so houses were being provided with the grace of Allah and your generous donation. And I was shown a child. It was about 40 degrees hot. This child had broken his arm. Of course, there is nothing where you can sedate him or there is any surgeon or there is any, um, you know, what to take him into theater. So they literally use some twigs of a particular tree and they apply something, some just local, you know, what uh, indigenous uh, gum that comes out of a particular leaf and then they apply they actually put on a jabira they put on a a, a splint and that's it that's it there's no x-ray there's no blood test and that's it there's, there's no other reach of medicine intervention we were on a hilltop in um, in in uh, the rohingya camps it took us like two hours to summit that hill I was presented with children who medically as limited as my knowledge is, I would say this child has few hours left. If this woman needs medical intervention, probably it's 10 hours before she can reach another human. It's 10 hours before she can reach another human. <laughs> Your true brother is the one who's with you. وَمَنْ إِذَا رَيْبُ الزَّمَانِ صَدَّعَكَ And when the trials of life torn up, toll upon you, شَتَّتَ فِيهِ شَمْلَهُ لِيَجْمَعَكَ In English they say, the essence of generosity is to take pain upon yourself to remove the pain of others. The essence of generosity is to take pain upon yourself to remove the pain of others. And that's the problem. We have limited and stagnated our donations to the extent of surplus and excess. Hence, a very small margin of the ummah is granted deliverance from the general donation of the ummah. It's not digging deep into my actual contribution or my actual wealth. 
and we can see the condition of that. May Allah grant me the understanding. May Allah grant you. وَمَنْ إِذَا رَيْبُ الزَّمَانِ صَدَّعَكْ شَتَّتَ فِيهِ شَمْلَهُ لِيَجْمَعَكْ The Qur'an is replete. The Qur'an is replete with divine proof to establish the veracity of the prophethood of the Messenger So if somebody asks you, what's the proof that the Messenger was a prophet? Well, Allah has mentioned so much proof in the Qur'an and in all the scriptures. Here's the Quran and here's the books before. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The Mufassirin have mentioned something very amazing when describing the Prophet sallallahu Allah did not say they find his qualities in their book. Allah didn't say yajiduna na'tahu. Allah said yajidunahu. Allah didn't say yajiduna na'tahu, yajiduna sifatahu. In their books, they'll feel the qualities, the attributes, the profile. No, no. Allah said in their scriptures, they will find Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yajidunahu. That means the detailed explanation and in Sawi, which is one of the commentaries of Jalalain, it is mentioned under the ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya'rifunahu kama ya'rifuna abana'ahum. That they recognize the Prophet like how they recognize their children. There's so much mention in the tamthil of the Quran, in the analogies of the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say they recognize Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like how a child recognizes a father. But Allah said they recognize the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like how a father recognizes a child. The recognition of both child, biological, to the biological father is strong or parent. But the recognition of the parent to the child is far stronger. Why? A father has seen the entire body of a child. The child has not seen the entire body of the father. A father has seen the child from birth. The child hasn't recognized the father from birth. It is as the milestones progress and the child gradually evolves at different levels. And then he's like, okay, okay, this is my dad. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu asked Abdullah bin Salam when he reverted to Islam and many Mufassirin say that by and large in the Quran wherever, wherever Allah references the people of the book it is reference to Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu anhu He asked him that uh, did you people recognize Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam like how you recognize your, your children? So Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu said, and this is mentioned in Sawi, he said, by Allah, the recognition of the Prophet was even greater than our recognition for our children. So Umar radiallahu said, but how is that possible? He said, when we looked at Allah's Nabi وسلم, we had no doubt. That when I matched the book with the Prophet ﷺ, it was apt, it was absolute, total, convincing, compelling. 
But when it comes to my child, I cannot say with certainty that my spouse has not betrayed me. So we're not casting aspersions or speculating or accusing of infidelity, but the element of certainty is not found because I don't know. In fact, on that note, and it's we're living in scary times. We're living in scary times. The hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, he said prior to Qiyamah, the fitan will be such, man ashrafalaha istashrafathu. The hadith of Abu Dawood. That if somebody peeps into it, it will just suck him in. So how often something will pop up on your screen? And the element of curiosity will probe you to get into it, only to know you're an addict of that. It came up. The words of the Prophet of Allah is like verbatim playing out. Man ashrafalaha istashrafathu fitnatun amya samma bakma which will leave you visually impaired which will snatch your faculties. That's, that's the scary times in which we are living. I was involved in a particular case <coughs> where a child developed a particular blood disorder. May Allah grant afia to one and all in ease. And then it was decided that blood would be taken from the biological parents because it, the groups would match and at the child at that time the child's age was 12 when the blood disorder was discovered and the prognosis and the diagnosis were done and when the biological well the supposed biological parents were called in who were living together only to discover that the father was not the actual father now you're dealing with a blood disorder of your child, which is a rare condition and coming to know that, you know what? I'm not the father. My wife has betrayed me and somebody else is the actual father. Can you imagine that trauma? Walid bin Mughira accused the Prophet of insanity. And obviously, the status of the Prophet ﷺ is who he is. There's so many amazing verses. Well, the whole Quran is amazing. So in one place, Allah said, sometimes, you know, you have a relation with a person and others are getting offended with your proximity. So you say, you know what, listen, my son, I have a good relation and I know you're good, but I'm not going to laud you. I'm not going to praise you because your siblings are taking offense. So I'm just going to give off a neutral relation so that it's not viewed insensitively to others or a parent to a teacher, etc. People are becoming sensitive about it. Allah said, I love my Habib and I will continue loving my Habib. If you have a problem with it, try what you're going to do and what you want to do but I'm not going to end the relation with my Habib at all. Fal <laughs> 
هل يذهبن كيده ما يغيظ سورة الحج در منثور عبد الله بن عباس رضي الله عنهما استفسير من دوان كان يظن who thinks اللي ينصره الله that I will not aid my Nabi فليمدد بسبب إلى السماء there's two authentic tafsirs given to this one is he can take a rope and stretch it out to the sky see if he supposedly can access the heavens and try to sever the bond of revelation meaning your resentment is futile it's futile if you're going to get nowhere with it because i love my nabi i love my nabi and this relation is to remain and increase so i'm going to allow his deen to prosper ولو كره الكافرون ولو كره المشركون يأبى الله إلا أن يتم نوره يأبى الله إلا أن يتم نوره يأبى الله that's a تعبير of the Quran يأبى الله يأبى الله Allah is not going to settle on anything else the hadith of Sahih Muslim when Sayyidina Abu Bakr رضي الله عنه somebody said O Nabi of Allah when you'll be gone who will be in charge he said, Ya'baallahu wal mu'minun. Allah won't allow, nor will the believers allow for anybody to in, be in charge but Abu Bakr. Allah won't allow, nor will the believers allow. Ya'baallahu wal mu'minun. So tell him to access the skies. Thumma al Then if yakta al wahya, then if he can stop revelation, see, obviously he cannot. Falyandur, he must now reflect. Is his plot stopping and quelling his rage? And the other authentic tafsir given, I've given you the reference. فَلْيَمْدُدْ him a stretch. His rope in a sama to the sky, meaning to the ceiling. ثُمَّ الْيَقْطَعْ Maybe he must end his life. Because you're not going to be able to end the mission of the Prophet You will never be able to end the mission of the Prophet So I was coming, I was saying this point here, what is the logical proof to the veracity of the prophethood of the Messenger There's so many proofs regarding in the scriptures, in the books, etc. But if somebody comes and says logically, logically, tell me about Allah, convince me about a being, a supreme being, logically. I want logic. So I don't hear a text, I don't hear a verse, I don't hear a scripture, I don't hear a prophet, I don't hear, give me logical proof. And of course, there's so much logic. We just look at the human anatomy, composition, makeup. Allah says, don't they look around them, look, look around them, look at the atmosphere. And they would see that uh, uh, how, how we have displayed our signs around us. A villager in the time of the Prophet said, that the droppings of a camel tell you a camel has passed. The footsteps of man tell you a man has passed. The dung of a cow tells you a dung has passed. Oh foolish man, the skies and the earth doesn't tell you that somebody has created it. We're from Africa and I have a passion for safari and we go often wildlife and it's, it's amazing when you see when you're trying to tag the game and then there's a difference between the scout 
and the PH, the professional hunter, and they're looking at the paws, and they're looking at the trail, and the scout is saying left, and the PH is saying right. And for you, it's just like sand and dust here. They don't know, like, there's nothing here. I mean, I was out now recently, just about a month ago, and this was like wildlife in its real, because within 50 yards, there was a lioness, and of course, there was uh, this herd of buffaloes, as they would call them, uh, you know what, Daga boys, that's the term they use. And uh, of course, it's, it's just wild, it's just natural, it's just tranquil, it's just peace, it's just enjoying nature at its best. And then you're tracking them, and of course, you, you don't want to spook them as the, the terminology goes. And at that point, where supposedly they've moved, and he's like, picks up the sand and he throws it. And then you're like stalking. He says, but this footsteps, footprints, traces is telling you which animal. They look at the paws and then they'll actually tell you, uh, that's a lioness. That is about four, four hours ago. No, that's yesterday. That's it. Just amazing. It's whatever you're into it, you master it. Oh man, the sky is around you. Look at the sky. There's no hole in it. Without any pillars to support it. Don't you, don't you marvel at it? Allah sends thunderbolts and he strikes whomsoever he wishes with it and people still argue the, the magnanimity of Allah. In Ibn Kathir under this ayah it is written, the Prophet sent a person that go and call so and so. It was a non-Muslim, said tell him I'm calling him. So he said who's calling? He said Allah, uh, the Prophet of Allah. So he said is the Prophet of Allah made of gold or silver? meaning mocking and scoffing. So Allah sent a thunderbolt, struck his head, and he ended his life there. Surah Ra'd is a name of a chapter which could either refer to Al-Malakul Muwakkal bin Ra'd, the angel appointed to, to uh, the, the thunder, or thunder itself. Thunder itself. Thunder praises Allah. The suggestive fact of Malaika hints to the fact that the previous verse refers to Al Malakul Muwakkal. So it's Ta'meen Ba'd al Taqsis. Yusabbihur Ra'du bihamdihi wal Malaika tu min khifati wa yurusilu sawa'it. So what's the proof that the Prophet وسلم, was a prophet logically? When you look at the manner in which he conducted himself, you would be compelled to accept that a non-prophet cannot accomplish this feat and you would scream out and say, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's it. So on Hunayn, the Prophet gave the likes of Aqrab bin Habis, who became a companion subsequent, Radiallahu Safwan bin Umayya, Uyayna bin Hisn al-Fazari, Abu Sufyan, Hakim bin Hizam. Nabi Sassim said, these were just like new Muslims, on the verge. Okay, take hundred camels for you. Okay, you also take hundred. You take hundred. Nabi Sassim is walking with a flock of sheep. He gave so much to Safwan. Safwan is looking at this. He's not a Muslim. 
and he's admiring it. And Nabi Sallallahu is seeing him admiring. Nabi Sallallahu said, You like what you see? He's like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, this looks awesome. If somebody looks at something that I like, if you like it, yeah, look from far. Don't dare you touch it with an evil intent. You'll be seized. The Prophet said, you like what you see. He said, I love it. He said, take it. Take it. When he seen this, he said, ما طابت نفس أحد بهذا إلا نفس You're a prophet. No human can so calmly display such selflessness without twitching or batting an eyelid other than a prophet. If we give لا تبطلوا صدقاتكم بالمن والأذى لا تبطلوا صدقاتكم بالمن والأذى Don't destroy what you donated by reminding people what you contributed. Allah says, I'm doing you a favor by accepting and you're not doing me the favor by giving. One of my teachers used to give the example there's two types of hadiyah you give. One is you give it'am ala sabil al-haja. And one is it'am ala sabil al-ikram. It'am ala sabil al-haja, you're feeding someone out of desperation. Within reason, you can impose certain conditions upon the person. The person is needy. Listen, come to my house at 12 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, I've got something for you. I expect you to be there at 12, please. So the man is needy, so he's a bit desperate. We're not saying exploit it, but supposedly within moderation, within reason, you can impose certain conditions. But one is it'am ala sabil al-ikram. You're feeding someone, not because he needs it. He's eating better elsewhere. He's honoring you by obliging and acceding to your request. You don't impose or dictate, you oblige to whatever suits him. And actually, by the way, on that note from Quran and whatever Allah puts in my mind, the adab, what's the etiquettes of feeding someone? You see, the Quran is amazing. It gives us everything. So the first thing the Quran tells us is when you feed, offer the best. When you feed, offer the best. So Allah says, have you heard about the hospitality of Ibrahim alayhi salam when he had honorable guests? And the honorable guests were Malaika. فَمَا لَبِثَ أَنْ جَاءَ بِعِجْلٍ حَنِيذٍ It wasn't long and he came with a roasted calf. I remember I was in Panama with my family and they honored the sunnah and they slaughtered and roasted a calf for me. And it's quite exorbitant there by the way. MashaAllah in Africa they give you lavish barbecues. The food here was great. Just, yeah. I don't want to be, I'm not suggesting or implying or insinuating anyway. It was awesome, was decadent, was finger licking. Thank you. So the aged meat and then they, you know what, uh, spice it well and then 
grill it gradually and the rest of it. So look at the principle of the Quran that when somebody comes, Fama Labith. Fama Labith means it wasn't long. Sometimes somebody comes to your house, you're giving him a lavish meal, but you're taking very long. You're destroying the essence. Fama Labith, he didn't take long. When he needed to sneak out Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, then Faragha. Faragha. Raga in Arabic means to sneak out stealthily. So in other words, you, you exit the sitting room with your guests and you don't leave them unattended for a prolonged time because that has a negative spin. The word Raga, and this is all mentioned in Ibn Kathir. Raga is suggestive of the fact that you sneak out stealthily and you return swiftly. He brought the food to them, which indicates the ideal form of hospitality is you don't subject your guests to come, you bring the food to them. Logistically, that needs to be understood in its context. Otherwise, your wife and you know what I mean, turning the dining room or the lounge into an eating area can have its own challenges. So if it's something simple, basic, then but the word presenting the food to them indicates that the high level of diyafat and hospitality is to present it there. As a guest, what should you be doing? When they were sitting because they were angels and their hands didn't advance, so Ibrahim said, you know what, I'm, I'm not comfortable. You, you guys look like strange guys. Munkarun. I'm not comfortable, frankly. This doesn't look. So the ayah suggests that when food is presented, even if you cannot eat, he just makes a, oh, okay, mashallah, that's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, Create some movement. Create some movement. Adab. Our deen is rich with etiquettes. Our deen is rich with etiquettes. And we're learning all the time. Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wasalam stood up and he was asked the question, Man a'lamun nasi ya Musa? Oh Musa, who's the most learned? He said, Ana, me. And of course, academically, that's the right reply because he's the Prophet and he was amongst the ulul az. But of course, the tarbiyah and the nurturing of a Prophet happens to another level. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Fa'ataballahu ala Musa, Bukhari kitabul ilm. Fa'ataballahu ala Musa, Idlam yaruddal ilma ilayhi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reproached Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam because he did not direct knowledge to Allah. Though within his space, he answered correctly because he is the most learned. And then Allah tasked him to journey to Khadir to sit there and acquire a particular science. In Bayanul Quran, under this ayah, it is written, the reason why Allah impressed upon Musa to journey to Khadir, to impress upon Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam, the importance of exercising precaution when replying. Precaution. When he came there, he traveled. 
and I want to acknowledge, I see Mona Sajid Saab has come all the way from Burnley and other brothers as well from Leicester and elsewhere. May Allah bless each one. Sayyidina Musa traveled. Fihi al jiddul balig litalabil murshid malam yafut minhu haqqun awjab minhu. We learn from this, we travel far and wide to acquire. The scholars say when Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam got to the confluence of the two waters, the junction of the two oceans, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not pinpoint the location. Allah gave a vague description, Majma'ul Bahrain, the meeting of the two waters, which is quite broad, vague. I'll meet you where? In Birmingham. Birmingham, where Domestic, international, arrival, departure. And in the process, Sayyidina Musa went beyond and he traveled an entire day and then he said, We've experienced fatigue in this journey. And in Mariful Quran, it is written that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had consciously not pinpointed the location because the journey of knowledge fatigue is part of it that's part of it that's how knowledge comes oh where's the sheikh no okay you gotta go there no come back come here oh okay well it's not the right time you just gotta wait you don't just go gate crash and tell the sheikh i need to talk to you the, the tribe of Tamim came and Nabi Sallallahu was resting in one of the apartments. And when we say apartments, not the connotations of something lavish, but Hujurat, loosely translated, but simple basic rooms, right? And so they didn't know where the Prophet Sallallahu was. So they started saying, Muhammad, Muhammad, ukhruj ilayna. Obviously, they were Bedouins. They were staying on the outskirts, Mansakan al-Badi at the Jaffa. So they were not too familiar with the etiquettes. Muhammad, Muhammad. So Allah said, what moment, moment? Those who screaming and yelling out from outside the apartments, they lack wisdom and maturity. If only they can persevere, if they can persevere. May Allah grant us respect for the ulama. The hadith is in Bukhari in Kitab al-Tafsir. Abdullah ibn Abbas, who was erudite in his own space, who was erudite in his own capacity. He said, I tagged Umar for one year radiallahu anhu to get an answer on a particular thing for one year you say oh i never can meet the imam there's a time there's a protocol there's a procedure and that applies to me that applies to you same thing for me for my teacher you to your teacher me to my parent you to your parent that's the system of the Almighty. If you don't follow the protocol, 
then it would be the transmission of information. And if you follow the protocol, then it will be the transmission of knowledge. The latter doesn't get you, the latter gets you close to Allah. The former doesn't get you anywhere. Information, you can stretch your legs, you can chill, you can relax, you can chit chat. You could even verbally abuse your professor. What's the difference? Undur kayfa darabu lakal amthal. Undur kayfa darabu lakal amthal. Fadallu, fadallu. Fala yastati'oon sabila. Fala yastati'oon sabila. Look at the audacity of what they're blurting against you, my Nabi. They've gone wayward. They're coming back nowhere. They're gone. They've gone off. Look at the nasty things they're saying. They don't even know what they want to say. They used to say such nasty things about the Prophet. They were so blasphemous that even when they needed the help of the Prophet, the tongue was so accustomed to blasphemy. At the point of seeking assistance, they used to blurt blasphemy. It's like when you need help, you're going to say, Your Excellency. But because they were so accustomed to saying, You're liar, you're magician. There's two tafsirs to this here. One is Sahir is Alim, but the other one is exactly what I've mentioned, mentioned by Al-Quran. Oh, magician. Oh, ma oh, sorry, not magician, Musa. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma said for one year behind Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, then it was Hajj. And then uh, in Hajj, you know, when you travel with seniors in journey, Allah's given me the opportunity to travel with many of my teachers, local and abroad. And Allah had given me the opportunity to be in the khidmah and I credit that to the Almighty. It's an amazing moment because obviously in journey, things get a bit relaxed and they become a bit informal and they become a bit casual. So the atmosphere is a bit more chill. So you can ask a lot of things which you cannot easily communicate in a formal setting. So when you're on journey, it's just a bit relaxed. It's a bit more easy. The interaction is a bit more loose and then you could. And that's exactly what Abdullah ibn Abbas said. We want the journey of Hajj and said, now Umar moved aside and he needed to do ablution. And I had the water. And then uh, as I was pouring the water, I said, uh, in the verse of the Quran, Surah Al-Tahreem, Allah says, in tatuba ilallahi aifahuwa al-wajib madarik in tatuba ilallah aifahuwa al-wajib faqad saghat qulubukuma wa in tadahara alay fa inna allaha huwa mawlahu wa jibrilu wa salihu al-mu'minin wal in if the tuba you to repent the mahzuf the implied text for who will wajib which is necessary two females been referenced here who are the two females been referenced here so the verse says in if the tuba you to repent without specifying who they are the Rebbe Abbas said I needed to know this here who were the two needling me and bothering me and for one year I'm trying it you know the Ibn Abbas the father of tafsir and we don't know anything about Deen we children man <laughs> it's alright man. 
or we think we know. I always say before there was the, you know what, he's learned, he's more learned, he's more learned. Now it's no more comparison, he's knowledge. He's ignorant, he's less ignorant, he's more ignorant. That's it. The comparison is an ignorance. In, in Tambiul Ghafirin, there's this quotation. Somebody asked the question, What's the matter that today the scholars talk, but it doesn't change our lives? The previous time people used to talk, and subhanallah, had such a profound effect. Muhammad ibn Wasi' he was a great scholar. Uh, Malik bin Dinar said, لِلْأُمَرَاءِ قُرَّاءِ وَلِلْأَغْنِيَاءِ قُرَّاءِ وَإِنَّ مُحَمَّدْ لَمِنْ قُرَّاءِ الرَّحْمَانِ you get national recitals, international, and then you get Muhammad bin Wasi, who was the reader of Allah. Qutaybat ibn Muslim Bahili said, لَإِسْبَعُمْ مُحَمَّدْ أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِنْ أَلْفِ سَيْفٍ شَهِيرٍ فِي يَدِ أَلْفِ شَابٍ The finger of Muhammad bin Wasi has more charisma than a thousand warriors. Somebody said, كُنْتُ إِذَا وَهَنْتُ فِي الْعِبَادَةِ وَكَسَلْتُ فِي الْعِبَادَةِ Whenever I used to have a dip in spirituality, then I just look at this man and it would transmit such spiritual energy that I would feel spiritually energized for weeks. So whenever I'm feeling low and sluggish and I'm just not having the drive, my tilawat, my ibadah, then we all hit the dip, unfortunately. That is life. Inna lil quloob iqbalan wa idbara. The hearts at times they focus and times they lose their, their, their passion. And the Sahaba said, We pledged allegiance to the Prophet when we had the passion and even when the circumstances were adverse. Even when we didn't, you know, it's, it's easy in passion. When, when, when you have the passion, then you say, oh, Taraweeh was so short. And when you don't have the passion, then even Maghrib is long. When, when you come energized, then you say, oh, yeah, the night is young. But the challenge is to hold on when you're having difficulty to rise for Fajr and you still rise for your nocturnal tahajjud. That's what Allah loves. That's what. Shibta ya Rasulallah. Unabi of Allah, you aging. No human's life has been captured in so much detail. There's a whole chapter on how many strands of white hair the day Nabi Sassim passed away. And reconciliation between the apparent disparity of the verdict and the view of 19, 20, 21. How many strands of white hair on our beloved Habib وسلم, the day he passed away? And tatbiq bayna riwayat of 1920. Whose life can be captured in such detail? I don't know how many I have my own. What did the poet say? Lana khattun walil ayyam khattu Baynahuma mukhalafatu al-midadi Fa'aktubuhu bayadhan fi sawadi Wataktubuhu sawadhan fi bayadi I've got a pen and the time has a pen. It's just the difference of ink. 
I write with black ink on white paper. The time writes with white ink on black paper. Lana khattun walil ayyami khattu wa baynahuma mukhalafatul midadi faaktubuhu sawadan fi bayadi taktubuhu bayadan fi sawadi. سألت من الأطباء خبيرا ذات يوم مما شيبي سألت سألت من الأطباء خبيرا أي سألت طبيبا خبيرا سألت من الأطباء خبيرا ذات يوم مما شيبي one day I asked a very skilled doctor doc why am I getting white فقال this is you have to know Arabic because otherwise you cannot simplify the academics and the semantics but I'll try Alhamdulillah I met a brother in Leicester yesterday he says every time you talk in your lecture and you quote this thing here that stimulated me to learn Arabic so good inshallah somebody will get inspired here and those that know inshallah will learn more and Allah teach me more we all are learning I don't know this language is just beyond Arabic is another language altogether and then you get someone who say, Gee, Sheikh Saab, my son, he, he's learning Arabic. He's speaking three years. But just, just speak to the Sheikh in Arabic. I'm like learning the language for 30 years. I don't know the, 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 the basics. And in three years, you're telling me he knows the language. Its depth is just mind-boggling. Somebody asked Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, what's the difference between wajib and awjab, between qareeb and aqrab? You're going to say Isma Tafzeel and Sifat Mushabba and this. Fardun ala al-nasi an yatubu lakinna tarka al-dhunubi awjab wa'l-dahru fi sarfihi ajib wa ghaflatu al-nasi fihi a'jab. Fardun ala al-nasi an yatubu lakinna tarka al-dhunubi awjab wa'l-dahru fi sarfihi ajib wa ghaflatu al-nasi fihi a'jab. والصبر على النائبات صعب لكن فوت الثواب أصعب وكل ما يرتجى قريب والموت من كل ذاك أقرب فرض على الناس أن يتوبوا It's compulsory to make توبه I have to make توبه You have to make توبه my brother Because if we do in sin Allah says you ignorant and I'm belligerent We both are ignorant that's what Allah says. In the eyes of Allah, we both are ignorant. Allah said, I'll accept the sin at the Tawbah of those who are sinning out of ignorance. And yet ignorance is not in the context of the opposition of knowledge. Meaning whoever sins, sins because of ignorance. Whether you know it or not, that's ignorant. We are ignorant. In Sahih Muslim, the word, narration, the word Ahmaq appears. Ahmaq loosely translated as a fool. So the philologists, the grammarian, the Ahlul Lugh, in the Shara, it is written, 
Who is an ahmaq? Ahmaq fool. We would say, or we would say idiot. So the Ahlul Lugha say, مَن يَعْمَلُوا مَا يَذُرُّهُ مَعَ عِلْمِهِ بِقُبْحِهِ مَن يَعْمَلُوا مَا يَذُرُّهُ مَعَ عِلْمِهِ بِقُبْحِهِ The one who does something harmful, knowingly that it's harmful, he's a fool. So by that definition, every morning you and I in the mirror are looking at fools. Because we are doing so many things. The tobacco industry can boldly print the harm of tobacco, yet not fear a drop in sales because of how addicted humans have become. Can I have a box of cigarettes? Yeah, the one that causes cancer. Yeah, 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 the one that's bad for the environment and bad emissions and toxic and can cause, yeah, that's the one. So legally to cover their back, they need to print in bold that it's, you know what, harmful, not for this age and whatever. But people are hooked up, so they, anyway, my mind is going from where to where. So, O Nabi of Allah, you're looking like you aged. What did he say? Yeah, it's sort of wood that's made me old. Wow. You ever heard that? You say it's my spouse. And I, I'm using gender neutral. I didn't say husband or wife, I said spouse. I like to use my words carefully. Yeah, spouse. In Arabic, you would say zawj. So zawj could go both ways. Yeah, zawj. Baal is exclusive. Zawja is a zawj, spouse. My spouse, right? The guy went to a pharmacist and he says, I need a. Uh, antidepressants so he says no you need a prescription so he takes out his marriage certificate <laughs> says no 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 we need something more than that yeah yeah it's, it's sometimes your spouse sometimes issues just, just you've lost pleasure to life there's no meaning you're just going through the motions just going through the motions you're asking yourself tough questions you're wondering where am i heading What's in my life? I thought when I'll be here, uh, life would be different. He who views the world at 40, the same as he viewed it at 20, has surely wasted 20 years of his life. He who views the world at 40, woman, sahibat dunya tawilan, taqallabat ala aynayhi, hatta yara sidqaha kithba. Woman, sahibat dunya tawilan, the one who loves long enough, the whole thing will reverse. And then he'll realize what I thought was really is a lie. By the way, now it's metaverse. It's like really lie. It's not even a superficial lie. Not if there's a word. I know it's oxymoronic. O Nabi of Allah, you looking like you've aged? Yeah, it's Surah Hud. It's made me old. And the scholars say it wasn't Surah Hud, it was one verse. Fastaqim kama umir. Hold firm to what we told you regardless of the conditions. The odds are getting strong. The winds are getting gusty. The sailors are drowning. The vessels are toppling. The ships are hitting icebergs. In that turbulent waters, how many of us are holding on firm? 
We've got off the storm of COVID, if we can say so, to some extent. Allah addressing all those who survived the floods of Nuh. Mudaf. Oh, the offspring of those who we took on board with Nuh. Innahu kana abdan shakura. Nuh was grateful. Where's your gratitude? So the point I'm saying is, the Prophet ﷺ displayed a life of selflessness that Safwan bin Umayyah said, مَا طَابَتْ نَفْسُ أَحَدٍ بِهَذَا إِلَّا نَفْسُ نَبِيٍ It can only be the soul of a prophet that can display such selflessness. He وسلم, gave without measure. He gave without limits. The ulama and the ahlul lugha say, that there are four categories of people, and I will kind of round up. There are four categories of people when it comes to spending. You have one person who is Bakhil. May Allah save us. Bakhil is a miser. My 25 years of counseling, marital counseling, and 25 years of counseling on other issues has repeatedly taught me that a miser is miserable and he makes everyone around him miserable. A person who is a miser, if he's the owner of a company, it's difficult to work for him. If he's the father of a house, it's difficult to be married to him. If he is in charge of anything else, it's difficult to be near him. Misers give of negative energy and they're toxic individuals. So one is a bakhil. In Arabic they say, Al-Bukhlu murakkabun min thalathati ahruf. Ba, kha, lam. Fafi hayatil bakhili bala'un. Fafi hayatil bakhili bala'un. Bala means tragedies. Tragedies would be synonymous to the life of a miser. The second thing is kha, kharban. Things won't work out. They'll always go pear-shaped. They'll go wayward for him. Lam. It's just semantics. It's the beauty of the Arabic language. So they do deductions from the letters and there's connotations and implications to it. Yeah. If my expressions can tell you what I'm saying, it's just like, oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing how the language has these variations and, you know, it has this twist to it and... Uh, they say he's a dentist and uh, his name is Dr. Fuller. I know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's a dentist and his name is Dr. Fuller. Okay, the other day I went for a Dawit. So, recently, and then it was breakfast and they prepared eggs and it was a lavish spread. And so, uh, I just asked for one more egg and I think it was depleted. 
but the family went into panic now you know what we've got the guest here and he's asking and the eggs were done and uh, so they were scrambling around for eggs They were scrambling for eggs. No, I kid you not, this was just like three weeks back. I said, relax, but obviously they went into panic because I asked and so, yeah, you just got to watch it. One of the things I've learned in my life, whenever you go anywhere and they present food, either don't praise, which is not good, or praise everything, but don't praise one item. So I've had some bad experiences, if you can say so, which has taught me that. So I was in Melbourne, Australia, and uh, we sat down, and uh, subhanAllah, the food was presented, and it was a lovely spread, and uh, the poultry, the chicken in particular, I fancied it, it was really good. So I said to the young boy, compliments to your mom, please convey our acknowledgement, and tell her the chicken was the highlight. And he said, yeah, that my aunt sent. I, 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 I kid you not. And the same thing happened to me in Canada where they presented soup and the soup had come and since then I vowed that I, you know what, sari item, zabardast. Aapke starter se lekar pakora tak, sari cheese zabardast. Or then just, you know, but don't selectively because uh, inadvertent omission it equates to which you obviously don't want to because you're trying to acknowledge everyone. May Allah make us amongst those. I always say, uh, generous people are generous by spirit and not only monetary. Some people are generous by monetary but not by spirit. Our Habib was generous by spirit. He was generous by spirit. So a spirited, generous person, he can praise anyone, he can help anyone, he can assist anyone, he can compliment anyone, He's, he's okay. He, he, he's not threatened. He, he, he doesn't have a low self-esteem. He's not intimidated. Nobody's overtaking him. The narration of Tabri. The Sahaba were out and it was time to eat. And then the Prophet said, okay, let's have a lamb. So one Sahabi said, Okay, then I'll slaughter. And the other companion said, Okay, then I'll skin. And the third Sahabi said, Okay, then I will roast the lamb. And the Prophet said, Then I'll gather the firewood and ignite the fire. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. How many a times when you read the seerah, you have nothing but tears? Oh Allah, what a human. Oh Allah, what a human you created. The epitome of perfection. Hasunat jami'u khisalihi. Hasunat jami'u khisalihi. Everything was just salient about our Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Okay, I will gather the firewood. La ilaha illallah. When the delegation came from Abyssinia to Makkah Mukarramah, then the Prophet stood up himself to serve them. Ashama's delegation. Ashama was his name, Najashi was his title. And the Sahaba said, Law taraktana kafaynaak. Oh, Nabi of Allah, please sit down. We'll see to them. He said, I know you'll see to them, but I'm standing up personally to serve them because they welcomed my Sahaba when everybody closed the doors on my Sahaba. <laughs> they 
they on it mukafa'ah 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 means compensation to reciprocate to acknowledge someone's been good to say it back and the people of Allah was generous he was generous he was easy going he could acknowledge or salute to my brother Yusuf he was there in the jail for so long and then the messenger came and came to call him that the king is calling you if I was in the jail so long and he would tell me I would have dashed but my brother Yusuf salute to him he said ma balun niswatillati qatta'na aydiyahun inna rabbi bikaydihinna alim what happened to those women who chopped their hands I need clarity on the issue I don't want a stigma on my name everything needs to be resolved the Nabi of Allah praised Sayyidina Yusuf salam. Where would you hear someone praising his contemporary? And scary enough, the most challenging is the fraternity of scholars. Abdullah bin Mubarak said, Shahadatul Qurra maqbula illa shahadatu ba'dihim ala ba'd. I would accept the testimony of one scholar, but I will be hesitant to accept the testimony of one scholar regarding another scholar because I'm afraid it will be tainted with jealousy. Give credit where it's due. Give credit where it's due. Be bold. Be honest. Be frank. Be candid. Okay, I've taken a lot of your time. May Allah bless you. Let me just mention that what I was saying and we wrap it up. So you have Bukhal, a miser. A miser is one He eats from his wealth and nobody else must eat. The whole Quran, wherever Allah tells you spend, Allah tells you, spend from my money. Spend from my money. Whole Quran. Spend from my money. You know, the child said, Oh, I bought this with my money. So you ask the dad, Oh, wow, mashallah, your son bought it with his money. Yeah, like kind of my, his money. Meaning, I gave him and the allowance and he kind of put it together. So, yeah, my, his. Allah tells us all, spend from my, your money. My young. I've given you temporary ownership. Everything you got is coming back to me. You got nothing. But I gave it to you a little while. And if you use it right properly, I'll reward you. And we've seen how money is going. Oh, this happens, that happens, that tragedy, this diagnosis, this issue, this tip. What's it? Hold, hold. Others are going to use it and embezzle it. And enjoy it within the limits of Islam for as long as you live in. Make the best of it. Leave it behind for others and do what? Do what? You've got your own cover to go to. And I've got my own grave to go to. Dreaming, aspiring, and then compromising your own akhirat. And then there is feuds and altercations and skirmishes and legal just continues and continues okay so a miser is one who eats and nobody else must eat nobody else yeah may allah save us from that the worst thing to travel with someone is a miser um salma radiallahu anha's father was known as zadur raqib he was known as zadur raqib provision for the traveler because if you traveled with him 
then it is known you mustn't take your purse with you and you don't take your food with you. And some people, if you travel with them, you need to take two purses. It's like you need your debit, credit, you need everything because, you know, it's just he doesn't have it. And those that do it, anyway, leave it now. There's this whole Kitab, Kitab al-Bukhala. Yeah, stories of all like misers. So there was this miser, when the kids used to come and ask him for some candy, then he said, hey, leave me, leave me, leave me. Go there, 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 down the street. There's one uncle, he's dishing out sweets. Go, go. Then the kids used to run. Then he used to tag behind. So people asked him, now why are you running behind? He said, what if what I said is true? It's just insane. So now here's the, here, here, here's the real reflection. A bad quality, if you don't nip it, it gets worse. And Hafiz ibn Qayyim has written this here. He said the greatest benefit of virtue is not the reward, but the greatest benefit of virtue is it propels you to another virtue. And the greatest setback of sin is not the punishment, but it brings you closer to the next sin. So when I am perusing porn, Allah forbid, the punishment is one. But the real harm is now my ego needs beyond. So now the blockage between me and they has been broken and I'm gone so much closer. If you making wudu and going to bed, the day is soon you will rise for tahajjud. Why? Because your wudu is going, I am making wudu. I am, let me just pray two units. So the benefit of goodness is it's taking you closer to another one. So then what happens to Bukhul? Bukhul goes into the next stage. And that is Shuh. What is Shuh? That whatever he has, he doesn't eat from it and nobody eats from it. Oh man, I don't know what happens to me when I read Quran. I've been harping this in my talk for the last 20 years. My students will tell you a pain that I carry in class when I teach as well. The Ummah is just not connecting with the Quran. We're just not creating that rapport with the Quran. The Quran's language is mesmerizing on another level. If you know it and I know it, every other dream is just secondary. This will just immerse us on another level. Wallahi, everybody is consumed in some dream. Look at the average common poet. He's consumed in his pure poetry. He's roaming around in the valleys of poetry. A believer swims in the ocean of Quran. That's where a believer is. 
He's in the Quran. If, if that's our like, we, we just haven't. Man. I, I, I cannot tell you what happens to me. Wallahi, I've said it over and over. I scream. My wife and children, oh, their Abu found some other point. They just know it. Oh, their Abu came, found some other point. They, they know this. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. Look, look at what Allah says. Woe be to those who speak ill of people behind their back or in the front of their face. Some people say, no, 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 I'm not only talking behind his back, I'll tell him on his face also. That doesn't make it right, it makes it two wrongs. That's the Quran says. Suratan Bada'at Bil Wail. Two chapters in the Quran starts with Wail. Wail has two translations, woe or a pit in hell. One chapter speaking woe to those who attack the wealth of people, fraudsters, tatfif, mutaffifin. Second, Wailul Likulli Humaza, who attack the honor of people. Alladhi jama'a malan wa'addada. He gathers wealth and he counts it. You deposited, money came in, you didn't use it, so you know how much your balance is. Next day you go in on your app to check your balance again. But you didn't use it and you know it. After that you swipe, you know how much was deducted, you go in back on your app to check. But you know how much you spent, you know what you deducted, you know what it is, just to reconfirm. And what does the Quran say? Jama'a malan wa'addada. Jama'a malan wa'addada. Jama'a malan wa'addada. This, you, you, the words of his counting, gathering, counting, amassing, counting, calculating. That's it. Hey, it doesn't tie, it doesn't tell you. He figures, hey, call the accountant, hey, call my bookkeeper. Hey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The tickets is pending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does he foolishly think that wealth is going to anchor him in this world forever? Kalla, never. To throw, to hurl. Yumbadanna, maf'ool, majhool. Layumbadanna fil hutama. He'll be hurled into the crusher. One of the names of Jahannam. Saqar, Hawiya, Laba, Hutama, Sa'ir, Hutama, Hutama, the crusher. You, you know what's the crusher? You heard about the crusher. You have a clue of the crusher. You have any idea? It's the fire ignited by Allah. It will go into the heart. So in this world, when fire reaches the heart, it becomes lethal. It claims your life. Before it burns your heart, you're dead. It's over. Once it hits your vitals, it's over. Yeah, it's going to hit your vitals. You're going to look like you're going to die, but you'll never die. So, yeah, so then from Bukhal it becomes Shuh, and Shuh is where you reach a point. Oh, 
forgive me. Where you don't eat and nobody else eats. So it's just like, yeah. There's a lot of people have this habit, if you buy a jacket this year, you wait next winter. But it's winter now. It's winter now. You go in the shoe shop, you take a shoe, wear the new shop, put shoe on and put the old shoe off there and give it to someone and finish, man. No, no, no. Ainda o sardi me pehlenge, abhi ne? Abhi, barakna. So then, Bukhal becomes Shuh. Then you have Jude. Jude is alladhi ya'kulu mimmalihi wa yukalu mimmalihi. He eats and others also eat from his wealth. And just like Bukhal goes into Shuh, miserliness degenerates and goes worse when nobody can eat. Likewise, generosity also, when you're generous, 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 then it also climbs another level and it goes to from Jude to Sakha. And that is, الَّذِي يُوكَلُ مِن مَالِهِ وَلَا يَأْكُلُ مِن مَالِهِ الَّذِي يُوكَلُ مِن مَالِهِ وَلَا يَأْكُلُ مِن مَالِهِ Where Allah gives him wealth and now his passion is how others can get from it and I don't want. Hey, why don't you go for Umrah? No, I went for a lot of Umrahs. Now my dream is to see how I can send people for Umrah. Hey, why don't you go out and eat? I ate a lot, man. You know what? I'm going to spend 100 pounds with this year. I can feed so many people. Hey, why don't you buy yourself? No, I change my jackets all the time. Insan gar badalta hai, gari badalta hai, fir bhi pareshah rehta hai, chukhe khud nahi badalta. Insan gar badalta hai, gari badalta hai, फिर भी परेशान क्यों रहता है क्योंकि खुद नहीं बदलता यू चेंज योर वॉच यू चेंज योर शू यू चेंज योर हाउस एग्जैक्टलीफियरान Keep us in your prayers and du'as and the Alimdad Foundation and organization. As mentioned earlier, the organization has a dedicated office here. Office Sadiq is here. Booklets will be given out in Ramadan. I can assure you, every pound without any deduction for any um, cost, every pound and cent that you donate goes to the end beneficiary and the recipient. So this is your organization. You're more than welcome to visit the offices and donate generously. May Allah bless you all. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen. Sayyidina wa maulana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Allahumma yassirna lil-yusra wa jannibna al-usra. Allahumma ahfadna min al-fitan ma dhahara minha wa ma batan. Allahumma... توفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالصالحين غير خزايا ولا ندامة ولا مفتونين اللهم أصلح لنا ديننا الذي هو عصمة أمرنا وأصلح لنا دنيانا التي فيها معاشنا وأصلح لنا آخرتنا التي إليها معادنا واجعل اللهم الحياة زيادة لنا في كل خير واجعل الموت راحة لنا من كل شر وصل اللهم وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله